What is up, everyone, and welcome into episode seven of the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Cardenas, and here with me is my co-host and best friend, Tyler Carden. Tyler, how is it going today? It's going, man. Episode seven, the First Read Fantasy Football Podcast awakens. We are here. We're here. <laughs> Hopefully you guys are nerdy enough to, to understand the, the reference he just made. If you don't understand the reference, I highly implore you to DM us and we will have a chat. It's going to, and it will, it'll change your life. It'll change your life. Yeah. We will show you the ways of the force for free for free. Well, maybe not though. Well, first we are accepting donations. Right, right. First month is free. (laughs) You'll learn how to meditate. You'll learn how to meditate. (laughs) So it's a crazy week of football, huh? Dude. A relieving week of football, if you're a Bears fan or me. Uh, so that's so that's where you're gonna. So you're, how you're gonna start this, really? Why do you sound so bitter? Well, one of our teams ended up with a certain quarterback, and the other one did not. And you seem to think that you guys got the better end of that deal. Not not being stuck with not not being committed to any quarterback right now. That's a good feeling. That's where I like to be. Yeah, you're going like to be eating your words when your starter week one is uh, Mitchell. Mitchell Trubisky, baby. Don't even pretend like you're insulting me right now. Don't even pretend. You I guess know this is the best a... case scenario for you. Oh, he's cheap. He can do it. Yes. Bring back my man, Mitch. My man, Mitch. I, I, I was listening to another podcast saying that they think Mitch should go to Washington. I actually think is an interesting fit. I actually think he'd be a very good fit there. I saw that too. Uh, I was reading an article, and I, I yes, I'm all about that. Yeah, because they're they're like they're a really good team. You know what I mean? They're like if you can plug in a quarterback that is competent and can can get things done, and I think Mitch is at least that. I think that would be a really interesting and and kind of a fun fit. But that's the thing. Like a lot of people like dog Mitch, but he's only ever been under one coaching system. So right, like, put yeah. him under something else and see what he does. I, I have a lot of faith with him. You know, I, I'm yeah. a collector of a lot of things, uh, Funko Pops being the biggest thing, and I hope that I can be a collector <laughs> of all Mitchell Trubisky jerseys. Oh, there you go. That Hopefully it, there's only two because Hopefully it's only he ends Bears up in jerseys. Like a, Hopefully he doesn't have a Ryan Fitzpatrick career because you're going to end up spending like $700 in Mitchell Trubisky jerseys. Dude, I'm going to frame them all too. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, you do you remember like the the big poster stands inside of WalMarts, where they were like each poster was framed and they you could like turn them like a book. Yeah, dude, those are the best. That's how I'm picturing all of your your Mitchell Trubisky <laughs> jerseys, just like these big, <laughs> big giant frames that you could that are like on a spinning pole that you can flip through and look at and be like, this is when he was the third string backup for the Carolina Panthers in 2030. This is when he finally won the ring as a practice squad player. Yes, there <laughs> you the go. Jets. <laughs> but the, Je- the Jets uh, winning the Super Bowl. I'm sorry. That was so, oh, um, oh, my poor fault. Mitch. Poor Mitch. <laughs> hey. All right. Well, let's go Don't ahead. give me any ideas. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead. Let's get into this thing. We're going to walk through some news and notes, and then we're going to spend the rest of our time plugging through the NFC South this week. So we're going to talk about 
the reigning Super Bowl champs, and a few other teams kind of go through some of our fantasy predictions for those players. Um, maybe a little bit of landing spot guessing, too, for some of the free agents and just kind of what we expect to see from them. But let's go ahead. Let's step into the newsroom. We've got a, a quite a bit of news this week. Um, Kenny Galladay, he is expected to be franchise tagged, so it seems like they're not expecting him to leave. Deshaun Jackson, wide receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, is to be released. Um Big Ben and the Steelers seem to be at a fork in the road. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do at the quarterback position. And last but not least, Carson Wentz, former quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles, has been traded to the Indianapolis Colts for a 2021 third and a 2022 second that will turn into a first if Carson Wentz plays for 70% of snaps next year. No, 75% of snaps next year. Or... 70 percent and the Colts make the playoffs so there's kind of a oh it's a little convoluted there but essentially it's probably going to be a third this year and a first next year unless he gets injured super early or just kind of sucks so let's talk about those two wide receivers um Kenny Galladay Deshaun Jackson I think we can agree Deshaun Jackson not really relevant right no not yeah I don't he'll probably end up somewhere as a nice little like option for what for whatever quarterback yep. he's playing for um tampa bay and you know we'll, we'll we'll see what happens but i i wouldn't expect much out of him um yep fears left maybe on his contract we'll see where he goes i'm curious i'm curious yeah. to see as to where he goes maybe indy <laughs> yeah uh you know i mean it's not completely a, out of the question like that it would, wouldn't be crazy so especially a veteran wide I... receiver when you have like Pittman yeah. and stuff like that on the team i don't think it yep. would be the worst move ever no, as long as we still get a real number one. But that that's a different discussion. So Deshaun Jackson, he's going to end up somewhere, not really be a fantasy-relevant piece. But the other wide receiver that we talked about, Mr. Kenny Galladay, one of the best wide receivers in the game, in my opinion, he is expected to be franchise-tagged, and it seems like there is a chance that he will still be a Detroit Lion next year. Interesting. I really didn't know about this until you just brought it up. I'll be completely honest. I hadn't I hadn't heard that news before this and um smart move by the lions i guess if you're kind of trying to (laughs) you know win some games but Uh if you're if you're doing this whole rebuilding thing in this whole six-year plan as it seems why why waste the money just why let them go start over start fresh build your team from the ground up yep let's move on it, it's interesting. So I wonder if it's a tag and trade scenario where they're gonna gonna throw the tag on him and then and then trade him so they can get some value recap. Because really, like they can let him walk to save some cap space, you know. Mm-hmm. But they don't really care about that this year because they're not contending. So I could see them being like, "Hey, let's just use this tag." to try and get, you know, another second round or a first round pick out of Kenny Galladay. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what he'll get in, on the trade market, but he's a really good player. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Oh, for sure. I don't, I'm, if that's the move, then good for them. Maybe that is right. a smart move, yeah. but we'll see. I, I'm maybe, like I said, maybe that's part of their big plan. So we'll see where he ends up. Uh, he'll be yeah. an asset wherever he goes and he'll still be fantasy relevant. Yeah, if if he's on the Lions, where do you think you would have him ranked? 
you can you can give me a very broad guess. I think I would still have him as like my number 12, 13. Okay. Like I still he's still going to put up numbers and it's not like I mean you can argue he downgraded a quarterback, but I wouldn't say that personally. I mean, I think he got something very equivalent almost in Oh, okay. in Jared Goff. I I like Jared Goff. I mean, if you look at the Stafford and Goff stats over the last few years, they're very very similar. Um mm-hmm. Goff's been able to win more games because he's been with a better overall team. And honestly, like I won't be surprised if everything just gets flip flopped. Where it's still roughly the same stats, but now Stafford's winning the games because he's got a better team. <laughs> and golf yep. plays for the Lions. I'm so. I, I think Kenny Galladay's stats will be will still be good. He'll still be fantasy relevant. Um, still a good pickup. He'll be a top twenty wide receiver almost without a doubt, barring any injury like this past year. Um. And they got a good run game going, so I, I fully expect him to be a top twenty. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with that. I think I think Jared Goff has proved himself to at least be able to support a, a fantasy relevant receiving option. Look at you know Cooper Cup and Robert Woods on the Rams. So um, I think he'll 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 be fine still. But let's go ahead and let's keep talking about some of these other news items. We've got some quarterback news to discuss. So let's start with Big Ben. So the situation in Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are, I think, $26 million over the cap as of right now heading into next year. Okay, So they need to shed some salary cap space. Ben Roethlisberger is on the books for, I think, if they cut him or trade him, they can trim off like 20 million off that off that number so just by getting rid of ben you know they they take up 20 of that 26 million that they need to get back to get mm-hmm. under the salary cap so it really is starting to look like big ben will not be a part of the pittsburgh steelers next year good <laughs> good for <laughs> no, pittsburgh you know uh yep Big Ben, he, there's not too much bad you could say about Big Ben. He's had a great run, great career. He's got the ring. You know, it's not like he eluded him or anything. Um, he's just getting to that age. He's been plagued with that shoulder injury. He's getting up there in age. Like, I think it's just time for the team to move on from Big Ben. I think it's time for Big Ben to move on. Maybe go be a backup somewhere behind a young guy or just a just a solid backup behind anybody really um or just retire you know not that i'm saying he can't start because he probably could go somewhere and start if he's got a good o-line and can avoid some injuries but you're at that point in your career you know go to i don't know go go to miami behind Tua or go to philly behind um hurts assuming they don't draft another quarterback and and Mm -hmm. you know teach the young guy and maybe maybe even get to another super bowl and say you have to start because your starter goes down, I mean, I would feel confident in Big Ben coming in as my backup. I'm completely all for that. So yeah, I'll be curious to see where he lands. Um, do you think he stays with the Steelers if you had to, if you had to answer right now? Uh, no, but I, I can't imagine he'd be willing to go take a backup role somewhere. So I think if... If the Steelers cut him, I think he probably retires. 
Because um, I think the other thing is, like, I don't know of another team that would be super interested in signing him. Not for his price. Unless it, right, unless it was to be a backup. So um, my guess is Big Ben will end up being forced into retirement this year. Um, and it's kind of crazy to think about because, like, ending the season, I did not expect this. I just thought of but something. now, like, yeah? So, what is that? I kind of agree with you. I don't really know who would take him, but I just thought of a team that their quarterback situation is super in the air, and I would almost kind of trust Big Ben over their other options right now. And we'll talk about that team in a little bit, but it's the New Orleans Saints. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, you got Taysom Hill, who I believe will be the starter, but... You know, maybe what if you're not that confident in Taysom Hill, you know, and you yeah. want to bring in someone for one more year in front of him? I, I don't know, because I don't think it's going to be Winston. I don't think Winston's going to be in New Orleans. No, that... I think Breeze is gone. You know, huh. you got Hill. Why why would you not maybe just right. take a chance on a one-year deal with Big Ben and see if you can do it? Like, clearly he's not washed up. I mean, I know we're talking about him retiring. Well, but, he's well, kind of washed up, but yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, I mean, you, you never know, right? The Saints yeah. are always that team that is just, it's always, they're always there. Always in the conversation, <laughs> even when it seems like they're not. This is true. So right. may, may, maybe take a chance. I actually would kind of like that. Be interesting. Yeah. That that really is an interesting thought because then I think the funny part is if, if, if Jameis leaves New Orleans, I think Pittsburgh is a very possible landing spot for him. So I think it'd be kind of funny if they end up both free agents and both end up on each other's teams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love but it. Like it won't, it won't happen in a trade, but you know, if it happened that way, I think Just, that'd yes, be kind of entertaining. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, so let's we'll go have ahead. to entertain that theory in the coming weeks. Yeah. We'll, we'll kind of see how it plays out. I think more will come out as we get closer to um, free agency, which, which starts next month, I believe. So we're getting close, getting close. Um, so let's go ahead. Let's talk about the very the last quarterback here. The big news for me personally as a your fan, quarterback. You can we, say my quarterback. We have now. a new QB one, Mr. Carson Wentz. He was traded to Indianapolis Colts, like I said, for a 2021 third and a 2022 second that can be uh, turned into a first based on some playing time uh, restraints. So, what was your reaction when you saw this? Woo! <laughs> so much relief. Um, yeah, that's cool. So you guys, you guys got him for a really good deal. Um, we did, we did. I, I mean, if we're being honest, my first initial thought was, "Oh God, I gotta text Steven right now. He's got to know right this second. I don't care if I have a customer. <laughs> this he needs to know right now." Um, so I sent it to you, and. Yeah, good price, good cheap price. It will end up being a first-round pick. I think the only way it doesn't is if he gets injured. And, mm-hmm. yeah, which even then, like a 2021 third, okay, a 2022 second. I mean, you're talking about a possible franchise quarterback for you guys for, right. I mean, the rest of his career if things, yeah. if the stars align. And that's, that's you're not giving up much if that ends up being the case. Um, I know we talked about it, I think, last week, but... He had one bad year with a really bad team. Like, uh, he was an MVP candidate a few years ago, 
it's so it's yeah. e- it's easy to look at last season and how he played it because he did play god awful like garbage. Like I I will not sugarcoat it. <laughs> I remember having texting oh, conversations man, so with bad. you about like who is this man? Yes, that is not a quarterback. He's pl- <laughs> like he, Colin uh, Chris Collinsworth was saying how like high school quarterbacks can play better. Like subtly he was saying oh, yeah, that. Like, he's like, don't do this. <laughs> high school QBs do not watch this and do that. Like, oh, but. <sighs> If any quarterback would have been doing that in that situation, that would have been the case, right? It's not because Carson Wentz is complete garbage. Yes, he was garbage last year. Can he come back? Yes. You guys have a good own line? Yes. You have a run game established. You have bright future for the receivers as far as I can see. I'm happy. I, I'm happy with the thing. I think he's going to work out for you guys. I'm glad we didn't get him. He didn't seem like you wanted to play in Chicago, and I just I didn't want that situation I think it worked out the way it should have. And you guys got a new QB1. Yes. Yes, we do. Um, and uh, my initial reaction... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. It's it's not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so shocked. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler bringing up an unrelated point at a poor timing. That's not expected at all. That's um, called a trademark, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> Okay, anyway, so my, my reaction was, uh, first I was like, oh, no, we got him. And then <laughs> I read it. <laughs> I read the conditions of the trade, and I was like, hold up. We still have our first-round pick and our second-round pick next this year, which we absolutely needed because we need a left tackle, and we need either a wide receiver or a corner that we can snag in the draft, I think. And we now have the opportunity to still do that. I think Chris Ballard will move back from that, that our first pick, which I'm perfectly fine with. Grab a value left tackle at the back of the first or early second. Um, and I'm actually kind of excited about this. Um, I, I would have rather had Stafford, yes. But like once that ship had sailed, I think that really the best option became Carson Wentz. And, and we got him for a really good deal. Uh, because you're right, like, if he's bad or if he gets injured, it's a second-round pick next year. It's not a huge deal. But if he's good, then we just got our franchise quarterback for the next, what, five years minimum yeah. for, like, a steal. And if that's the case, that's super exciting, and that's awesome. Like, it, it you just don't get to do that. Like, Stafford costs two first. Well, it was a little bit Jared Goff, a little bit Stafford, but like that was the going price, right? Look at yeah. um, Deshaun Watson. The, the trade talks that are talking for him are like three first-round picks. Like these these franchise quarterbacks, they're expensive, they're important, and, and you can't just get them for like your third round and maybe a first later down the road. But that's just kind of what we did. So I'm pretty excited to see what comes of it. Um, I think if he ends up being good, then not this year necessarily, but the year after that, it starts to feel like the Colts are in a window. Like, hey, this is our window to, to kind of make it and, and go to another Super Bowl. So I'm excited to see what comes for sure. Yeah, and um, we'll just we'll to kind of end the Carson Wentz talks. He will not be retaining his number eleven status going oh, into next yes. year. I don't know if, if you saw that, but uh, Michael Pittman Jr. will continue to wear the number 11, and we'll see where uh, where Mr. Wentz plays out. Let's just, uh, just for fun, 
Let's try to guess uh, the number that Wentz will end up wearing, and we'll play prices right rules. So closest without going over. Closest without going over. Okay. Yep. What number do you think? Uh, number one. Oh, you think he's going number one? Okay. Um, I do. I'm going to go number eight. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you have a player with eight, but I'm going number eight. Uh, I think our punter is number eight. Not anymore. <laughs> no, I was gonna Rod, say uh, go. I was gonna say ten, nope. but I don't want to go over. Uh, R- so Rigoberto. Okay. Oh, it's well, him. Wait, he's number eight. Rigoberto. Yeah, oh, I think so. I'm kidding. It's number ten then. Oh, he's not gonna take his number away. <laughs> oh. Rigoberto's number two. This is probably not that important. But. Oh, then 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 Carson Wentz is clearly number eight. All right, number uh, one. Wait, I can eight. I can do this all day. Do this all day. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna put that down. In our, in our notes here ooh, ooh. so we can come back to it and see how I win. But, okay, we spent a lot of time <laughs> on the news, so let's go ahead and let's start working through, through these teams. Um, we're going to go through the NFC South this week. Um, and then after this, we only have two more divisions to talk through. So Yeah, and then we'll get into we some are, more, uh, I don't even know what, what we have planned, mock drafts? Rankings? Yeah, probably, probably another mock draft, a longer one, and then we'll go through some uh, specialty episodes and kind of get ready for We'll have a lot to talk about for the rookie draft too. So and draft is coming up in a few weeks, so not not mm-hmm. a little close. I don't know. It's like it's like two months, but it, well, the back. way this year's feeling, it's a few weeks. I feel like this <laughs> yeah, year's no flying oh by. So all right, yeah, let's talk about those New Orleans Saints. I'm just kidding. We're gonna talk about the Super Bowl champions. Just don't listen to me, guys. We're gonna talk about the Super Bowl champions. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I just <laughs> um, Gotcha. <laughs> Reading is hard. <laughs> it's not the <laughs> It's not the reading I'm having a problem with. It's being on the wrong page of the <laughs> of what we're supposed to be reading. <laughs> That's my problem. <laughs> oh my god. Tyler's going rogue tonight. <laughs> Another Star Wars reference for all you out there. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's go ahead. Let's talk about the reigning Super Bowl champions. We're going to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let's start off with the quarterback, Mr. Thomas Brady. Tom Brady finished as the quarterback eight this year. Okay, quarterback eight. He's like 47 million years old, and he's still finishing as a top 10 QB in fantasy. Uh, It's crazy to me that he's able to do it, but I have doubting him and i will not doubt him anymore so next year i expect him to have a very similar year right yeah completely um okay. i think he's the only quarterback to complete a pass with the lombardi trophy so adding oh, yeah. adding more statistics to his already hall of fame career um, how many fantasy points is that worth and do i add it to last year's or next year's it's equivalent to a touchdown pass but it's seven instead of just okay. six. But oh, since it was okay. in the bay over the water from boat to boat, you at least add three, so it's at least 10 points. But the fact from the evidence that he did it intoxicated, it adds another <laughs> five points. And then the fact that it was to the backup tight end and Cameron Brait, that adds another five points, bringing okay. us to a total okay. of 20 points. But since, Hey, good math, good math. S- thank you, thank you. <laughs> so I can do one thing, right? And <laughs> since uh, 
since it was already after they had won the Super Bowl and he was already a champion, that automatically multiplies the points by five. So he walked away with a whopping 100 points that week. Okay, well, there you go. So Tom Brady, your quarterback, won next year because he's starting off with 100 fantasy points, which is a whole lot. But anyway. I, okay. uh, and by the way, that whole spiel was just me trying to get to the number 100. Like that's, I was just winging it. I just, I was like, I've, I have to get to I'm 100. proud of you. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Okay. Let, let's talk about Tom. I, it's, it's pretty clear for me. I think, so I, I don't have him ranked as QB eight for next year. And the reason is, um, I think he'll do like a similar production from a, a, like a fantasy points for like perspective. But I think with the players that got injured this year, I expect a lot of them to kind of overtake him, or at least some of them too. Specifically, Dak Prescott, I expect to finish higher than Tom Brady. Um, there's a couple, you know, quarterbacks come in. Think Jalen Hurts, Taysom Hill potentially. I think with with their rushing, you know, floors, I think both of them could finish higher than Tom Brady. So. I have Tom as my quarterback 10, so just a few spots back, but like I expect him to do just about what he did this year. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, um, he'll be fantasy relevant. I know that's something we're fantasy podcast, so he's going to be fantasy relevant. Um, just kind of where I have everybody else at the moment, I know we kind of discussed it a little bit last week. Um, I have him as my QB 12, good old TB okay. 12, um, just yep. because at referencing – some of the QBs that are going to be up and coming, your Jalen Hurts, your your Prescott will be back. Um, I think Herbert will be up there. <clears throat> I don't think that was a flash in the pan. Yeah. Uh, so I I just think he's gonna. I'm I'm playing it safe with Tom Brady and keeping him at twelve now. That will probably change. I know as we get closer to the season, but yeah, fantasy fantasy relevant all across the board he's going to score you 100 points every week after the super bowl he's going to score you he's going to be a top 20 qb every week almost i almost guarantee that um dude dude, the the buccaneers are a good team like they they really are man they're they're very well built to win right now and 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 as far as fantasy goes like i kind of want pieces of this team oh for sure i know a lot of things change in a year, right? In eight months, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but once that team came together, whew, I it's I it kind of would have been terrifying had there been a whole off season with practices and training camp. Because I don't think oh my there, gosh. I don't think there would have been that that first half of the season lull. Right. There kind of yeah. was, where it was hot and cold back and forth. I I I'm not gonna say they would have went undefeated, but I also wouldn't have said they were yeah. not gonna go undefeated. I think their record would have looked a lot more like the Chiefs did, um, you know, fourteen and two or whatever. I think honestly, right. would have been terrifying is they would have been the first ever team to have home field advantage throughout the playoffs and then play the Super Bowl in the in their home stadium. Oh, Could you imagine that? That would have been crazy. Cool. That really would have been. Crazy. That would have been super cool too. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it would have been kind of cool, but they got their they got their Lombardi Trophy anyway. So speaking of Lombardis, um, let's talk running backs real quick. <laughs> Uh, the two two running backs for Tampa Bay this year, Ronald Jones the second he finished as the RB sixteen, and Lombardi Lenny, Mister Leonard Lombardi Fournette Lenny. he finished as RB RB thirty eight, and 
and I think that's kind of misleading because the beginning of the year he he really wasn't super involved and he wasn't doing a ton. But then the end of the year, and especially in the playoffs, which we won't see in your you know looking at your fantasy stats, but he was getting a ton of carries, getting a lot of work, and and he looked pretty good really. Um, do you think he'll be on the Bucks again next year? That's a good question, isn't it? Yeah, because I really, it's a tough one. Like, I feel like he has to be. But at the same time, I mean, you got a really solid option in Ronald Jones. If last season was any indication, the Bucks are not shy about just picking people up. Right. Uh, which it worked, you know, so you can't dog them. I don't know. I cannot confidently say yes, and I cannot confidently say no. I, I don't know. What about, what about you? Right. I I think I think he earned himself a contract in the playoffs. Maybe earned isn't the right word, but like I think another team will look at that performance and say, okay, let's sign this guy either as our veteran starter or as like our number two, you know, number one B running back. Steelers. Um, right. Somebody like he that I think would there, be yeah. happy to, to, yeah, he won't be crazy expensive, but I think he could be solid. Do you know how old he is? In my mind, he's super young. Like, but I don't Interesting. I, how old is okay. he? He's only been in the league in a few mind, years, right? Yeah, but I, I think in my mind he was like he's like an old running back, but he's only twenty six and he just yeah, turned twenty six like yep. last month. So he's been with the Jaguars his whole career before yep. that, and he really it feels like he's been in the league because you didn't hear about if that makes any sense. Like you didn't hear about him with the Jaguars because it was the Jaguars, <laughs> right? Like he would have been more fantasy relevant had he been with maybe the Bucks the whole time. Yeah. Um, He's got he's got some good football left in him. I I think like the Steelers would be a great option for him to go. Their running game was doo doo last year, right? And right. get a new QB under center, get him in there. Like, I mean, I know the Pittsburgh Steelers started eleven and zero, but they were not an eleven zero team. And you know, maybe oh, no, gosh no, gosh no, but maybe maybe you know they'll finish twelve and four next year or. 12 and 5 or 13 and 5 for however many games we play next year and um <laughs> yeah is it 17 is that confirmed uh it's not like confirmed confirmed but i think it's like confirmed it's like confirmed you know I mean? without like a press conference that type yeah, of yeah. thing yeah okay <laughs> fair fair um how do you feel about ronald jones like you said he finished qb or qb running back 16 yeah. I know there was some iffy moments there throughout the season, right? There, there was sure some were. Uh, ball ball dropping. That's a weird phrase. There was some uh, dropping of <laughs> the the game ball. And, uh, oh my um, gosh! <laughs> I I, I can't say this. Similar to you dropping the ball in the middle of that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to laugh at that. That was that was so lame. But it it, it saved me because I wasn't going anywhere productive with that. So. Oh my god. <laughs> you're old. That's what I'm here for. All right. Um, Ronald Jones. Did Ronald I tell you Jones. my Ronald Jones story from this past season? Oh, no. Tell me about how you played against him and everything. Tell me about how that went. Your Ronald yeah, yeah. Jones story. So, but one week I was playing. My opponent had Ronald Jones, and we were heading into a Monday night game. Okay. Oh, um, you guys were? Yep. I'll have to check out that ring. And, 
Oh, oh, I got you. I got you. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, this is a fantasy football podcast, not right. a real football I just, podcast. I, the way you started the story, I assumed you were with Lenny, and uh, you guys were going into a Monday night football game under the lights, which no, no, no. I was being no. upset you didn't give me tickets to, but it's understandable nope. with COVID and everything. It was, it was just me on my couch watching Tampa Bay play somebody, I forget who. But anyway, I was down by like, you know, I was up by like five and a half points, my opponent had Ronald Jones, okay? Mm-hmm. And this was the game that after like in the first quarter, he gets benched because he fumbles the ball I do and then just this, never yes. gets played again. So he scored like four, four points, I think, and then fumbles the ball and Arians benches him for the rest of the game. And I won this miracle fantasy week and it was amazing. So thank you, Ronald Jones. Are you gonna, would you draft Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones next year? Jonald Jones. Jonald. Jonald Jones. Jojo. <laughs> so the the only thing with Ronald Jones, if he is the clear cut number one running back on this team, then yes. I actually think that there's a pretty good chance Tampa Bay could draft a running back at the back end of the first. Um, if either Najee Harris or Travis Etienne is there, I could totally see them doing what the Chiefs did and picking one of them up. And if that happens, I think Ronald Jones becomes just like completely irrelevant and will not see the field like barely anything at all, except to like as a change of pace, you know, fourth quarter, we're up by 40 points kind of back. Okay. He's super risky and, and, it's, and it's hard to like call any shots now with the lack of information. That's kind of how I feel about it. Um, I like I don't want to sleep. I don't want to say no to Ronald Jones, but I don't want to say yes to Ronald Jones just because of some of that history. Mm-hmm. Um, I would kind of wait it out a few weeks. Um, you might be able to get if you can get him at a, like a super super decent price, like for super low. Then yeah, for sure, he might be a good like insurance policy yeah. to have, especially if he starts getting hot. So I'll be curious to see what what the Bucks do, especially after last season with making so many crazy moves that everyone thought. Like why? Why are you signing these people, and then doing what they did? I'll be curious to see if maybe that formula they take into the future or, or what yeah. they do. But I mean, I like Ronald Jones overall, but we'll see how he lands with the other running back coming in or or staying or yeah, however that may fall. Absolutely. Um, so running back situation here is a little hairy. Um, so there's some things to figure out still. All right, so now that we've covered the running backs here, let's go ahead and let's move on to the wide receivers for the Bucks. I actually have a, an interesting little statistic nugget for you. You ready for this? Ooh, I love some nugs. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so I went in and I pulled some numbers for weeks 9 through 17 for Tampa Bay. So these weeks are, are significant because these are the weeks that Antonio Brown was on the team. Mm, okay. So he was suspended for weeks one through eight. So starting in week nine, um, Antonio Brown actually led the team in receptions. So he had 45 catches. Chris Godwin and Mike Evans both had 40. Okay. okay. Now he was the, he had the least number of yards by like a pretty good chunk, like like 80 yards less than the next guy. But he was he was in the middle as far as targets. So Mike Evans had 63 targets. He had 62. Chris Godwin had 55. So what I want to ask you is, with Chris Godwin heading into free agency, 
and also Antonio Brown heading into free agency because he only I think he only signed a one year deal there. Um, what do you what do you think the wide receiver room is going to look like in Tampa Bay next year? I will be surprised if Chris Godwin goes, but I will be surprised if Chris Godwin stays. That's the best answer I can give about that. Because <laughs> I, I can, as yep, a player, so. I wouldn't mind staying for another shot at the ring. Yeah. But I also there's going to be a team that gives him a good offer. Yep. And I won't be surprised if if he goes. Um, Antonio Brown's still a good wide receiver. I know he didn't like throw up old Antonio Brown numbers or anything like that, but he still was there. He still got the job done, right? It's him and Brady. They have a nice little special connection. We saw it from Mm -hmm. that one game in New England. Um, Mike Evans is going to be the number one, I think, still. And Scotty Miller, obviously, is someone to keep an eye on in this wide receiver core. Um, I think Antonio Brown comes back. You know, I know you got Tom and Gronk. Tom likes being around his friends, right? What? What happened? Did I say something wrong? I'm sorry. Um, Tom likes being around his friends. Um, I can see Brown coming back. And, you know, if Godwin does move on, which is a very, very good possibility, that's just going to increase the load up for Antonio Brown. And maybe we see Antonio Brown of old, you know? Yeah. Um, It's a solid team. And as far as him being the leading receiver for those weeks... Tom was trying to get his friend a nice little bump in pay. Let's just be completely oh, honest about it. Like, <laughs> I guess that that's a good point. Because um, if it was you and me out there, you can you you can bet I'm gonna throw you the ball so that <laughs> you can get your little your bonus, right? Um, sure, sure, sure. Well, let's get one thing straight. If it's me and you out there, I'm the quarterback. I was just about to reference. I, I like how I automatically assumed I was the quarterback. It's because I'm taller. <laughs> You don't get to be the court. Just by, just by. Yeah, but I'm I'm smarter, so. So you'll okay, and. <laughs> that's all. That's all I got. I'll have a nice cheat sheet on my hand, on my arm. Oh, I'll be okay. fine. <laughs> all right. Anyway, um, no, I I I am on a similar page as you. I think Mike Evans is the clear cut wide receiver one there. I think he's going to be really good again for you next year. He finishes wide receiver 10 this year. I currently have him ranked as wide receiver 14. Um, but I think I would bump him up a little bit, if, um, kind of re looking at those rankings. If Chris Godwin is there, I'm not super interested in Antonio Brown. But if Chris Godwin is gone, I think Antonio Brown will be a like solid wide receiver. That is basically, yes, what I said in a very much longer sentence. I agree. I agree <laughs> with you 100%. Um, oh, man. Um, moving on to the tight ends, let's just do like a speed round here. Cameron Bright will be tight yep. end wand, catches and receiving yards. Rob Gronkowski will skill, will still outscore him fantasy points because he will get the touchdowns. That's yep. That's that's what's going to happen, at least in my opinion. I don't know about what you think, but that's, that's what will happen. I agree 1,000%. I think... Uh, Gronk will be like a back end wide, tight end one, but not super sexy. Cameron Bray will be the leading tight end receiver in receiving yards and catches. Be outscored by Rom Godkowski. Cameron Bray, I don't know when his contract's up, will leave, go to another team, and be fantastic. And then the tie, there will be no tight end left in uh, in, in <laughs> Tampa in a few years. That's I, I like the future outlook there. 
That's why I'm here. I'm a meteorologist just for the NFL teams. Oh, yes. All right. Let's go ahead. Let's move on to the next team. We're going to talk about the New Orleans Saints here. Um, let's dig into this quarterback situation. Drew Brees, pretty much guaranteed to retire. Uh, former Boilermaker. Much love to Mr. Brees. I hope he enjoys retirement. But I also kind of hope he is not on the football field next year because he was kind of rough. But anyway, uh, New Orleans has the situation on their hands. If Drew Brees retires, which he probably will, they have to choose between Jameis, Winston, and Taysom Hill as their starter. Who do you expect to be the starter? Taysom Hill, 100%. Uh, Brees is gone. Do not think Jameis and Winston sticks around. And, I mean, T- Taysom Hill finished QB 29. I know not not a very pretty number, but yeah. Drew Brees finished QB 21. Yeah, it's not much better, and he played it's a lot not. more game. Yeah, Taysom Hill looks good. He's very versatile. He can catch. He can throw. He can run. I mean, we all we all knew that, right? That's why we all started him in the tight end position still when he was playing quarterback for like two weeks while we were allowed, right? <laughs> yeah. he's And even after when you weren't allowed to do that in the ESPN formats, you still started him as a QB if you took that chance, <laughs> yeah. and it paid off. It really did. I Taysom Hill, I, hope, I do hope he is the starter. I think he's got something to prove, and I hope he proves it, you know? Um, it would be a shame to see yep. him sit on the bench again behind maybe Big Ben because I do think Taysom Hill has has the talents, and I don't think New Orleans is going to let him go anytime soon. So let no, the, let so the guy play. Let him make his mark. Let him do his thing. Um, I hope it's Taysom Hill. I think he'll be Taysom Hill. Um, I don't have Taysom Hill ranked yet, but you know if Taysom Hill's a starter, and we know for sure he's going to be the starter a few weeks out. I feel pretty comfortable like taking him at a decent pick and playing him as a QB one. I, I really do. Um, yep. Until proven otherwise, that's that's the way I see it. I I'm confident in it. Go ahead, draft him and see what happens. Yeah, um, I'm assuming that he is going to be the starter as well. I have him ranked as my QB twelve, so I do have him as a starting quarterback um, for your fantasy squads. I think he can finish a lot higher than that because of how much he'll run the ball. Um, But I think there's some risk baked in there because I do think they'll have a backup um, ready to go in case it it doesn't work out. I I know I've seen a lot of mock drafts with the Saints taking Mac Jones in the first round, quarterback from Alabama. So that would be an interesting fit. And, And I could see them doing that, like starting, hey, Taysom, it's your job to lose. You know, but we're gonna we're gonna draft this guy, and if it doesn't work out, we're gonna plug him in. So then, then there's this risk factor there. But for as long as he's the starter, I think he'll be really, really solid for your fantasy team. So yep, agreed. Um, I think the big, the, I mean, the biggest person I think affected really by this whole Taysom Hill, Drew Brees, Jamison Winston, Ben Roethlisberger, Mac kind of like you know dealio we got going on here is gonna be Alvin Kamara, right? when we yep absolutely when we get there because we saw the num- the difference in numbers when it when Kamara's numbers when Drew Brees was on the field versus when Taysom Hill was on the field mm-hmm. you know Brees liked to throw throw that option over to Kamara and he did his thing he did his Kamara thing where you have Taysom Hill who he'll he'll just he'll he'll run it he'll do the the QB read option he'll go you know or he might not throw it to Kamara as much so 
that's going to be interesting when it comes to the whole Kamara from a fantasy aspect because obviously I have no problem in drafting him 1-1, right? 1-2. But if I know that Taysom Hill is going to be the QB, do you think his draft stock drops a little bit? Or are you still comfortable kind of taking him up there in those first 1-2-3 picks? So he does drop down for me, and and here's why. Um, Alvin Kamara's value is not as a rusher okay he he finished the rb1 this year but he also did not rush for more than a thousand yards he was not a a 1000 yard rusher his value is from catching passes out of the backfield getting those targets and, and getting touchdowns so if Taysom hill is the starter in new orleans Kamara is not going to catch as many passes because those dump off passes from Breeze are going to turn into four, five, six yard runs for Taysom Hill. Those touchdown targets and those touchdown uh, rushes for Alvin Kamara are going to turn into, you know, Taysom Hill rushing touchdowns. And I think there's going to be like this chunk of fantasy points that just gets stripped away from Alvin Kamara. Um, and And that is enough not to knock him out of my like, top five or six running backs, but it it bumps him to the back end of that rather than, you know, number two or number three. So I have him right now, I believe as my running back four. Yeah. Running back four. So I'd rather have Dalvin cook. I'd rather have Derek Henry. And then we have Alvin Kamara, but even then I'm, I'm still worried about him because I think Saquon could outperform him. I wouldn't be surprised if Jonathan, I wouldn't be surprised if Jonathan Taylor outperforms him, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's going to be slightly risky, not risky because he'll be consistent and he's going to get volume, but for the price that you have to pay, it just might not pay off if Taysom Hill is the starter there. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Um, yeah. Yeah, so then the other um, offensive weapon there that like is in a really weird situation is Michael Thomas, right? So Michael Thomas finished as the wide receiver one two years ago and he was fan freaking tastic do you remember how good he was dude i do remember how like, good he was he went at one one last year <laughs> because yeah, of was, how good he, he was. was so good he was crazy insane he set the receiving record for for a single season this year injuries he was just not on the field like hardly at all he played what four or five games i think Barely, i really don't. really didn't do much at all I don't think he should have been on the field at all. I, I think he honestly just kind of powered through a lot of those injuries for yep. Breeze's sake, um, you know, wanting to play with Breeze, trying to win some games, you know, and get get there. Yeah. Um, I hope he rests this offseason. I want to see that Michael Thomas again, you know, that, that elite yeah. wide receiver. And I, I do expect it. I, I do expect it. I, I have no problem okay. taking Michael Thomas in the first again. I know a lot of people might be against that. But it was, he was injured. Drew Brees wasn't playing like Drew Brees of past. So there was so many factors in there, right? You had Alvin Kamara just dominating all year. Yeah. But, you know, let's say it seems likely Taysom Hill's going to be the starter. Alvin Kamara might drop off a little bit statistics-wise. So that leaves Michael Thomas only to go up, right? No matter the situation. Yeah, definitely. And, com- and combining those other two situations in there, I'm 100% confident in taking him into the first round if you have the opportunity. I, I, I'm afraid to take him that early, 
but I still think he's like a top five wide receiver for me. So um, I think there's going to be a ton of value there with Michael Thomas because people will not want to draft him, right? Like they're going to be afraid of this past year or, you know, in some of your more casual drafts, people are just going to forget that he exists. Um, Do you feel more confident with Michael Thomas with Ben Roethlisberger or Taysom Hill? Oh, gosh. Um, probably Big Ben. Um, I think Michael Thomas makes a lot of his money in those like really short, um, close to the line of scrimmage routes. He can. He's such a good route runner, and he has such good hands, and Big Ben can't push the ball down the field, right? So mm-hmm. I think – but he also likes to throw the ball a ton. So I think if if Big Ben ends up as the starter – or somebody similar, I think we see another season where Michael Thomas has like, you know, well over a hundred receptions because he's just always open. You can just keep dumping the ball off to him because he catches everything. Um, but with Taysom, he can push the ball a little further downfield. He does things with his legs. He's not going to be as accurate or as efficient. So then I think Michael Thomas loses a little bit of value, but, but he's still the clear cut number one guy there. Um, and he'll still be fine, I think. So pick him up because I think there's value there with Michael Thomas. But let's go ahead. Um, let's move on to the Atlanta Falcons. I, there's not a lot to say about Jared Cook in New Orleans. He's probably going to do the same thing he did this year. He's going to be that guy that you pick up you know, for injury replacements or just for a bye week replacement. So nothing, nothing super exciting yep. in Jared Cook. So... Let's talk about a team that has some way more exciting options, I think. Um, let's talk about the Atlanta Falcons. Quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons, as of right now, is Matt Ryan. Finishes the quarterback 12 this past year. Do you think Matt Ryan is a starter next year? I do. Um, I, I I know it's very up in the air right now. I know Mitchell Trubisky has been kind of rumored to go there among some other players, which I do actually kind of would be excited to see that. That might be a decent fit. Mitchell Trubisky with Julio Jones. Let's go. Mitchell Trubisky with Calvin Ridley. Let's go. Um, Yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan, I do think he'll stay at least one more year. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm not drafting Matt Ryan. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. Like, I'm I'm not going (laughs) to lie to anyone out there. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to draft Matt Ryan. He does have a lot of weapons. I mean, we cannot lie. You got Julio Jones, Russell Gage, Calvin Ridley. Like, you got some top, wide receivers um yeah and i think any qb that does play there be it you know matt ryan or anyone else they're going to benefit from those receivers um what do you are is there anyone like you're particularly eyeing on this team fantasy wise i mean i guess let me rephrase that other than julio jones or any of the receivers oh man um no uh, I like Julio Jones. I like Calvin Ridley. Um, I expect Calvin Ridley to outperform Julio this year is, is something that's interesting. Um, I have him ranked higher. I'm super excited for him. I think he's so good, so, so, so good. And Julio's still really good as well, but I think Calvin will kind of take that number one receiver spot there, and then you'll see Julio still be super productive, um, but just maybe a little bit more diminished than we're used to. Um, there's no way they keep the same running back core so it's hard to even guess but i think one thing to keep in mind guys is that 
whoever the running back for Atlanta is next year, that is somebody that you want to pick up if they're not if it's not Todd Gurley again. You know what I mean? Or or somebody similar. Like if you can look at the running back and say, hey, that's not a corpse, you know, you know, getting the ball handed to them, then then go ahead and pick them up because that system really values the running back and they'll run the ball and think about who the head coach is going to be. Right? Mm-hmm. It's Arthur Smith. Think about what he did for Derrick Henry. And I think we can, you know, make a little bit of extrapolation there. I don't I don't think you're, you're going to get another Derrick Henry necessarily, but like I think you want we want the running back for Atlanta. We just have no clue who it's going to be. Yeah, um, I mean, if it is a corpse, though, I mean, maybe even consider that because if we learned anything, they just fall into the end zone. So, I mean, that actually might be just perfect. Yeah, even when they're... <laughs> um, just get you, like, two touchdowns a game and, yeah. and, and beat you in fantasy leagues. It's fine. Um, <laughs> what if... I actually just had this thought come to me, and I'm sorry I'm getting off okay, topic okay. here, but hey, I, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at the this Atlanta Falcons kind of these fantasy relevant players. And I thought about something and I'm sure it's kind of sure. out there. I have not read about it. I, as of yet, maybe we see a trade. Maybe we see a Julio packaged with a Matt Ryan packaged with a first and a conditional second, maybe even third, maybe both for Deshaun Watson. Oh, because I mean, how, wow. I mean, that's not that. I it sounds like a lot, but you got Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage. You keep them bringing Deshaun Watson and then pick up a decent running back somewhere. Right. I mean, oh man, that's that's a move. Where where's where's the Falcons at? And I mean, there's already rumors that Matt Ryan might not come back, so it's not like it's out of nowhere, right? Right, for sure, man put Deshaun Watson on this team and Calvin Ridley might be my, my wide receiver one heading into <laughs> next year. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, I, that would be a hell of a trade. I would be down for it. Oh I, man, that'd be crazy. It would benefit both teams really in a way. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Texans wouldn't be getting the youngest best QB ever, but maybe it gives them enough time to kind of stay relevant build a little bit and then pick up a, yeah, a QB a little bit down the line. I, right, Texans, if you're listening. <laughs> oh man, that would be crazy, especially because the other team that's rumored to be in that Deshaun market is Carolina, and so for Atlanta to be able to like sweep in and steal him, um, I think that would be like double points. You know what I mean? It's funny because I know me and you had mentioned uh, the Saints picking up Deshaun Watson a few episodes back, and I just this whole division just like. Needs not needs a QB, but almost seems like it needs a QB, kind of right. It's kind of <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's kind of crazy. But each of the teams that don't have Tom Brady, who would have guessed it, are currently in the quarterback market, and so it's just kind of all up in the air. Um, so let's touch. Uh, Hayden Hurst finishes tight end nine for Atlanta. I like it. Again, you what? I like it. I like Hayden Hurst. Yeah, I, I think do. he's okay. I think. He's going to get targets. He's going to get volume. Especially if somebody like a Julio is not there next year, I could see that volume going up even more. Um, so I think Hayden Hurst is a fine tight end to kind of pick up, it, especially later on. Like He's not going to have a ton of buzz around him. So 
should be decent value to kind of pick up and somebody that you can rely on, hopefully, at least a little bit. Um, let's move on to our last team here. Let's talk about my uh, non-official secondary fan base, the Carolina Panthers. Heck yeah. I can't wait to come down and go to a Panthers game, watch Deshaun Watson with you. Yeah, it's super weird that like that is the team that I'm the closest to now. Uh, yeah, not Baltimore. Not wait, are you close? You're closer to Carolina than Baltimore, right? Oh yeah, like twice as close. Really? Yeah, it, it's weird. Virginia is such a weird state. It's like they just <laughs> don't follow physics. It, yeah, it, I remember like looking it up. Where the heck is Virginia again? Yeah, so we are. We're like two hours from. Charlotte, where wow. the Panthers play, two hours and some change, and then it's four and a half to Baltimore. Actually, that's crazy. We're gonna find a weekend where there's a NASCAR race and a Panthers game at the same time, and we're just gonna do both Why? of them. You ever been to a NASCAR race? No. <laughs> All right. So the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers is currently Teddy Bridgewater. He finished his QB nineteen, but I don't think anybody really expects him to be the starter next year should be pj um, walker oh i don't let's think so go. let's go i guess I, I think there is a single scenario where teddy is the starter i think if carolina drafts um trey lance um in the in the front of the first round teddy Bridgewater's not gonna be the starter you're right i mean he's, yeah he's I just not so either um who do you think will be the starter? I mean, I know there's some rumors circulating, so if you had to guess right now, who do you think is going to be in that silver and blue and black next season? I think I actually a Deshaun Watson. I uh, 100% agree. I, I think it's going to be Deshaun Watson. Now, with that, with us both saying that in agreeing, mm-hmm. is CMC going to be there? No. It I can't imagine a trade scenario where the <laughs> Carolina Panthers end up with Deshaun Watson and CMC cuz that's just not fair. Right? Right. And also like I think the biggest thing for me is if you have Deshaun Watson, okay? Deshaun Watson is your quarterback. How much do you care? about who your starting running back is. I don't think you do. And, I mean, if you keep Mike Davis, I'm, I'm confident. Yeah, Mike, like, Mike Davis is good enough if Deshaun Watson is your quarterback. So, Yeah. And, and the thing is, Mike Davis isn't, like, good. At, like, the games he played last year, he put up good numbers, like, really good numbers. Yeah, he was pretty solid, yeah. And if you can get three-quarters of those numbers along with a Deshaun Watson – Ooh. Oh man. This this division will be super fun next season, I think. I think so too. I think there's going to be so much movement and, and so many things changing. And, and you know what? Man, if Christian McCaffrey goes to Houston, his value just tanks, right? Like No, I disagree 100%. Are you but it's, like It's Christian McCaffrey, dude. He played yeah, for the he's Panthers. Really, he's really good, but he gets so much volume in Carolina and I don't think he would get the same in houston but why not who else is getting the ball in houston it doesn't matter they're houston they're not going to make decisions that make sense i mean fine if we're going to use logic then sure i guess you're right 
<laughs> I didn't know we were here to use logic and things. This is a fantasy podcast. What do you think fantasy means? <laughs> I'm making all, all this up as I go. Okay, yeah, you're right. All right. All right. Well, I just had a quarterback score 100 points a little while ago. Come on, man. <laughs> For throwing a trophy. <laughs> You got a good point. I do. Um, I need to know the weight of that trophy if anyone has it out there. I'm not going to Google it. I just want to know how impressive that throw and catch was. I think I I think I heard it was like seven pounds. I don't think it's like solid. I think it's hollow. Which, fun fact, is the approximate weight of a WWE championship belt. Not that that's relevant here nor there. But no, just to put. Totally relevant. Irrelevant or relevant? <laughs> relevant i think that Good. i can definitely connect that to what we're talking about which it's funny because some of the players had one of those belts on the on the on the boats so this is true this That's is true. all relevant and the wrestlemania is in tampa bay this year this is all really relevant wow wow it's like someone wrote if a only really... we were still talking about tampa bay Wait, dude okay first <laughs> off they're the champions <laughs> so you can't not talk about tampa bay and it's in the same division so i'm not that off of course it's have you ever watched a comedic act the joke they start with always comes back around full circle right and like the punchline at the end comes right back to the beginning joke it's called a story steven check it out sometime you're not funny i can see why you majored in math and not english storytelling 101 <laughs> Yeah, I uh, it, yeah, definitely. There was a reason for that. Okay. Yeah. So, let's... how about Robbie Anderson, though? <laughs> well, I do want to touch on Christian <laughs> oh, McCaffrey. Yeah. One more thing. Um, assuming he is still the running back for the Carolina Panthers, he's my RB one. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You agree? Even if he's in Houston, he's my already running back one. Deal. All I'm, right. I'm, Christian I'm McCaffrey, sticking behind RB... CMC. Run CMC. Run CMC. He's too good, too utilized to not be the number one running back. But let's talk about the wide receivers where I think there's more to discuss here. Eh, more. More, more to discuss. All right. Uh, let, let me run through their finishes real quick. <laughs> DJ Moore finishes wide receiver 22. Robbie Anderson, 24. Curtis Samuel, 25. All of these guys Consistent. were kind of sitting at the back end of, of wide receiver two territory. Um, Curtis Samuel is headed into free agency, and I don't think he'll be back. I think he'll get signed somewhere. He'll get hit himself a nice He's little paycheck. He's coming to Chicago. Mark my words. I'll just tell you right now. Oh, that's, I that, really that do be believe that. And I, yeah, and I, and I think wherever he goes i'm interested in him because he yeah he's one of those guys that gets utilized in a few different ways he can you know carry the ball to the backfield um he gets some these like manufactured touches um he's good on third down so curtis samuel definitely interested in him regardless of landing spot well i guess unless he stays here then that and i'm actually <laughs> less interested in but like confident he's not going to be on this team anymore next year I don't think the Panthers are going to look a shade of anything like they looked this year, personnel-wise. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Aside I think it'll from be like super... two people, maybe. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk. Let's talk the two likely scenarios, right? Because Teddy is pretty much not going to be there. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the two scenarios are rookie quarterback, okay. Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, depending on who gets taken it to. Okay. Okay. Or Deshaun Watson. I like either I, of those I options. Think, yeah, I think those are the the two scenarios. But so let's talk about them each separately. If there's a rookie quarterback, 
How do you view DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson in fantasy? I'm still high on them. Um, okay. Especially if it is if it is a Justin Fields. Um, it won't be as high as if, obviously, Deshaun Watson comes in, just because obvious mm-hmm. reasons. But, I mean, you got two fantastic wide receivers. I know um, Robbie Anderson was, like, super hot for a little while, and then all of a sudden, like, yeah. it was DJ Moore's day for a little while. Um, so they kind of went back and forth. I have more confidence in DJ Moore than Robbie Anderson. And the thing is, too, if if a rookie QB comes in, you still have, most likely in that scenario, still have Christian McCaffrey. So you're going to yep. still have that solid run game, which opens up the pass game, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I kind of actually almost like the the rookie QB situation a little bit better now that I think about that because you're holding on to your that num- your number one player arguably in the league. Ooh, I don't know. What do you think? So I think if if it's a rookie QB, I think I value DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, actually pretty similarly to where they are now. Um, Robbie Anderson, kind of a back end wide receiver too. DJ Moore, um, I I agree with you that I like DJ Moore more. Um, mm-hmm. So and, and I probably look at him as like a middle of the pack wide receiver too. So like wide receiver 18 through 20 so maybe a couple spots up from where he finished this past uh-huh. year but if deshaun watson enters into the conversation then i think we're looking at one of these guys being a wide receiver one and the other being a surefire wide receiver two mm-hmm. and it would be same for me as like dj moore i'd, I'd, I'd view him as a top 12 guy Robbie Anderson, definitely a top 20 guy. So if, if they get Deshaun Watson, I'm super excited about the two wide receivers. If it's a rookie, I'm still excited, um, but there's more a little more risk involved. Yeah, I guess the, the easiest way to I can kind of like articulate it is if you have a rookie QB coming in, the way I'm going to view these two wide receivers are I'm going to look at the matchup every week. What kind of defense are they playing? Who yeah. is their opponent? What's going on? If you have Deshaun Watson coming in, I'm going to almost ignore that and just start them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so, I agree. There's no defense that I would be afraid of with Deshaun Watson as my quarterback. Yeah. So, um, no, but that's that's pretty much the NFC South. Yeah. Had we ended this conversation 10 minutes earlier, we would have come full circle with the whole Tampa Bay thing, and it would have been just beautiful. But you know what? <laughs> Stuff happens. Um, Stuff happens. Hey, it's only episode seven. We're still learning things. The fantasy football read, it's late. Oh, my God. It's awakening, guys. It's happening. Right now, it's falling asleep. But overall, it's awakening. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's... (laughs) Hey, say what you will. We had a lot less technical difficulties this time. We sure did. Significantly. Thankfully. Oh, my Um, gosh. This episode will be out a day earlier than it was last week because of those technical difficulties. And that's Mm -hmm. awesome. I just want to leave, I want to leave you all you fine folks. I want to leave you, Steven, with one final thought, opinion, um, a question, really. I want to leave you with, I have have a question for you. And this comes off the the heels of um, something I had heard earlier this evening. And I'm not sure if my life has just been a lie or if PBS is wrong. 
So I need you to help me answer something. Gosh, okay. You know, you know what a possum is, right? Right. Yes. You know the the creature, the critter, the animal, the legend, mm-hmm. right? And obviously, and you know how it's spelled, right? O P P. I. It's spe- yep, it's got I do, I it's, do. it's got an O at the beginning. How do you say it? Do you say possum or a possum? I say possum. Okay, because PBS does not. What? They were like, I was yeah. There was a cartoon on because that's what I leave on for the dog, and it, <laughs> I still it, think that's so funny. It's 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 the fiance's idea. I, I put on football during the season so she can learn, and <laughs> they were like, "Oh, I found an opossum," and I'm like, "The hell are you saying, kid?" I'm like, <laughs> either either it's someone that's not familiar with the animal, and the voice actor just read it straight off the script as that. <laughs> Or people are always talking about there's a there's a possum, but they're not saying a possum. They're saying there's a, a possum. I do. <laughs> this whole thing's been bothering me for like two and a half hours. My uh, my guess my guess is that somebody saw it on the the script. That that that's logic. Just like just like sounded the word out before their brain told them. It was it, what was, it was. I bet it was like I bet it was like a like an actor from a different country like using an English American accent and they like, they're just not oh. familiar with that animal because maybe they don't have them over there. So like, Oh, yeah. an opossum. Wow. So you say possum. This, uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone does. I, <laughs> I have a possum story, <laughs> but we're going to, we'll leave it for pointless. another time. It's not pointless. So this is literally the things we talk about. <laughs> you're not wrong i was gonna okay so another story so when i texted you earlier and i asked like oh how do you feel about like kind of going off script it was literally yeah. because that that incident had just happened and i was gonna bring it up to you on the <laughs> podcast and i didn't know like how okay it was so uh that's the story of the last two and a half hours of my life um wow but yeah it's been yeah it's been fun yeah. Possum. Good stuff. I'm glad we could end on a, a serious note here with our uh, study of, of the English language. Thank you guys for tuning in as we <laughs> um, walk through some of the free agency news and shakeups and, and also just kind of working through the NFC South. We've got two more divisions for you guys. Then we'll get into our mock drafts um, and just start to get ready for the real-life NFL draft free agency, um, lots of team changes are going to be happening over the next couple months. Yes. Um, do not forget, if you could, we would be so indebted to you if you could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast, and a review would be very helpful as well. We would love it. We love to read them. Super, 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 super helpful. Yes. And if you leave a review, we will give you a shout-out. How about that? I'm all for it. You're going to support oh, like us. It. I'm going to support you and all your endeavors. So leave us a five-star review. Leave us a review. Helps with the algorithm, too, so more people can hear all our wonderful possum wisdom that we have to give out on this show. <laughs> and follow us on all social media, because yeah. we got some cool, cool uh, in, in my opinion, I'm uh, we got some cool... Uh, Dude, words are just escaping me tonight. I'm just going to pretend I didn't say anything. Um, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> and uh, have a g- <laughs> God. I just, I can't. 
Thank you for listening, guys. Have a great <laughs> <story. laughs> Yeah, we'll see you guys later. Ha, ha, ha.